Oh yeah, you already know what whoa, time whoa, it is. Whoa. Uh, it's time that for was America's Where is the enthusiasm? The energy. Run that back. Oh, okay. you ready? Well, first, I got to make sure that we're all queued up and ready to go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Bow to the masters. Get ready. Break it down. Oh, yeah. You already know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What time it is. What's crackulating? Diaz had a great intro song. It's time for. One of the best wrestling intro songs. Stop by. America's favorite sports podcast. You, 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 you. Balls. Pause. That's Boys Podcast. That's hey. off the Big Sean song. Hey. Good job. Because I was like, what is that off for? Yeah. That's the Big Sean. Yeah. What's yeah. going on, everybody? What song is that? Early in the morning. Yeah. Uh, was that Marvin Gaye? Like Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Chardonnay. That's Roscoe Dash. Yeah, Marvin Gaye and Chardonnay. Jay and Chardonnay. Speaking of Roscoe, shout out to my dog, Roscoe. Your literal Roscoe dog. Roscoe Your literal Dash, dog. Like my literal dog, my puppy. <laughs> my good old boy, Roscoe. What happened to Roscoe Dash? I don't know, but do you Isn't remember? he driving Lyft now? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, I heard he's driving Lyft. Oh, no. <laughs> Show me the article. I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't contain oh, that. Lord. Oh my gosh. That's what happened to what Roscoe Dash. Roscoe Dash. I like the R O S C O R E S M R D, put it on me. Please. I be going hands. Show the upgrade from Baloney. He's good, I can make him look because I won't come around with pockets that are bigger than my butt. Go. Rain, rain, go away. That's what all my haters say. My pockets stuck on overload. My rain never evaporates. Wait a minute. Is that like an eight-year-old nursery rhyme he just took and flipped it in the bars? Yeah. Oh, man. That's why Roscoe <laughs> got to go. He had to go. Interception. Roscoe Dash had to go. That, that denying it, but... That doesn't oh, make any he sense snapped hard. All. What information you got? He snapped hard. Roscoe Dash responds he to man claiming snapped. rapper was a Lyft driver. He snapped. Oh... And he started saying, he's just like, yes, that's my vehicle registered to Lyft, but it's for my family members that use it. And this other, I'm like, Boy. bruh. All the way. He's turned down. All right, y'all. So, another week. <laughs> What's sports Poppy? world gone by. Yo. 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 So, let's get right into it. The NCAA. Uh-oh. B, this is going to start being your job to say this. The no N. C just don't say it fast enough. Double A. Like the Nka. Like why? The Nka. Nka. Shot my car in My shot in I tried to tell you yesterday to come by. Hey, Nka Let's just jump right into college football. Uh, what do we want jump to in, jump out. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the updated uh, playoff. Hell no. Nah, I want to do it. I want to do it. Okay. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right. No, I want to do it. Nope. Been, too late. At number 10, we have Penn State. At number 10, is that their Twitter handle? Yeah. <laughs> At number 9 on Twitter, we have Ohio State. <laughs> oh, he's a cool. <laughs> At number 8, we have Notre Dame. 
Number seven, we have Georgia. Number six, we have Auburn. Number five is Wisconsin. What? Wisconsin. I can buy you a mansion. Where? Somewhere in Wisconsin. Carry on. <laughs> we have number four, Oklahoma. Number three, Clemson. Number two, the U. Let me hold on. And, that you. And number one, Alabama. First off, let me go see who Oklahoma played last week. Oklahoma. Last week they played. I have it here. Last week Oklahoma. They played Kansas. They played one and nine Kansas. One and nine Kansas versus a ranked number twenty five Michigan, I believe. Twenty four. Mm-hmm. You know why that's not fair? Please. Because the U jumped Clemson. Clemson played uh, the Citadel. The, the Citadel. Yeah, the Citadel. And UM beat Virginia. That's what I'm saying. So if those two could flip flop, why can't Wisconsin? Oh, there well, that's it what, is. I, no, but that's what he's saying though. Yeah, they yeah, should, yeah, they should have. They, yeah, he's they agreeing. He's agreeing. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin. Okay. Oklahoma, Oklahoma played. Oklahoma played Kansas. Kansas. One and nine. Kansas. Wisconsin played eight and two. Tw- Michigan. Number twenty-five. Eight and two. Michigan. And not a bad Michigan. Twenty-four. Not number a, 24, I stand corrected. Yeah. Not a bad Michigan team either. Like no. I, I, I'm tired of people saying Michigan is trash because they're not trash. There's a reason they're why they're right. Yeah, they're, they just play in a really competitive, well, top-heavy Big Ten East. Right. That's where they play. It's not their fault. So you rank 24, you beat number 24, and you remain the same? I just got to be honest with you. I From just based yeah. off of what I've seen in both games... If, if you want to talk about better teams, Wisconsin is a better team than mm-hmm. Oklahoma, period. Sure. Because Wisconsin's strengths play to Oklahoma's weaknesses. They have a really good defense. You're really love, good. They love the ball in the air. And guess what Oklahoma does? They put the ball in the air. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin knocked out uh, Michigan's starting quarterback, Oklahoma, for the rest of the game, first half. Yeah, that, but they like that. that. That's who they thrive against, the, the ball in the air. Because they got a pretty dang good secondary. Right. So that's this is where and they is. run the ball. The and committee gets it all wrong when they do things like this. Like Oklahoma beats Kansas. Kansas. And Wisconsin beats number twenty four ranked Michigan and they get skipped over. I can't I can't take like a conference like if you're in a quote unquote strong conference into account anymore in that retrospect. Isn't that crazy, though? <coughs> that is crazy. Just because you, you beat that. TCU, Oklahoma State, I feel like things are kind of in reverse now because you can't say TCU and Oklahoma State are any longer quote-unquote strong teams. What's TCU and Oklahoma State right now? Mm, I'm going to look that up. TCU's 12. Oklahoma State is 19 now. They're both two-plus lost teams. Oklahoma State, if I'm correct, they yeah, Oklahoma State lost last week to Kansas State. So as of right now, mm. as far as big wins, Wisconsin and Oklahoma should be in the same place. Same place. And if you ask me, same place, Wisconsin gets the nod because they're undefeated. Correct. That's just you ask. If you asked me that, that's what I'll tell you because we just said that Miami and Clemson switched because Clemson played the Citadel. And Miami played Virginia. You got to switch them. You have to. You got to switch them. You, you just, you, it just, it, it makes sense and it makes everything fair to me. I think you go Wisconsin at the number three 
I even think I don't think Oklahoma at number four. I think Auburn at number four. Auburn is more deserving of that position than yeah. They didn't move than than uh, Oklahoma would. I'm not gonna give who's you, Auburn's second loss to. Ah, let me see, Auburn's second loss. Nels, I need you to start preparing me with these questions. That yeah, these, I can these be, are great questions. I can be prepared. We don't want the we don't want the jet lag. Auburn <laughs> y'all tripping? Oh, because I knew I was gonna do that. LSU, I said you should know. LSU and Clemson, bro. Uh, okay. So how's Oklahoma? Yeah. How's Oklahoma? So Auburn should be a C. So it should be one Alabama, two Miami, three Wisconsin, four Auburn, then five Oklahoma. That makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. You took Clemson out of it? Did I take Clemson out? I did, didn't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's, let's bump. Hmm. I put Clemson in front of Oklahoma. Yeah, in front of Oklahoma. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I agree to that. Put Clemson in front of Oklahoma because that doesn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense at all. While Oklahoma keep getting these passes, like they play the strongest of so you, schedules. So you're saying Clemson should be at four? Clemson should be it. Yep. Because it would go Alabama, Miami, Wisconsin, Clemson. And that would make for a heck of a playoff. Followed by Oklahoma. Oklahoma, then Auburn. Mm-hmm. That would make for a heck of a playoff. So Who then Auburn it? is still at six. Yeah, no, no. Auburn, no, Auburn was five. Auburn, yeah, Auburn above Auburn Oklahoma. Five. So, yeah. what, so what is this? So it would be Alabama against Clemson. Uh huh. Quick rematch, and then you have Wisconsin against, against Miami. Ooh. Wait, no. Yeah, one against four and two against three. I thought it was one versus three, two against four. Oh, no, no, no. no you're right. No, you're right. Four, two against three. Yeah. The number one team always plays the weaker out of the four. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm bad with numbers. I was a theater major. My fault. Numbers? Numbers. Yeah. So, so. You, you do that. I think it, it makes for a more interesting a dynamic. And then we do have to factor in this weekend. The Iron Bowl is this weekend. Iron Bowl, and we're gonna get to we're gonna get to our picks later on in the, uh, in the podcast. Uh, I'm going for the upset. Hey say, now, off, hey now, you're bat. an all star. <laughs> hey, get your game on. Go, Go play. play. Go play. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm on it today. He Pause. threw me off, bro. When he threw when he <laughs> <laughs> the, way, the way B just looked over and Nels was like, wait, what? Yeah, I was like, what did you say? <laughs> oh, okay. Listen, I'm here. Did there? I, I was there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wow. Auburn played Mercer as well. Mm-hmm. Tisk, 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 tisk. Uh, let's move on along, man. One more time for the Heisman. Hey, Heisman finalists come award award come out yet? No, not yet. No, it's after this week. Shaquan Barkley. I heard Shaquan Barkley, Baker Mayfield, JT Barrett. Really? Really? Right. And I don't know who the fourth guy is. Bryce. You said Bryce Love, right? Oh, Bryce Love, Stafford. He gets busy, but I don't think he should be on. Well, West Coast is that West <clears throat> Coast lag, man. I'm telling you. Hey, quiet is kept. Lamar Jackson is still putting up great numbers. Lamar this year. Jackson has to go. Yeah, he's still putting um, up great numbers. <clears throat> so, since you mentioned Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. uh, the situation happened. Was it during the game? Yes. During the game. He made an obscene gesture. What exactly did he do? He thinks he's a DX he, member. He grabbed his. 
Sacculus area, if you will. His sacculus? Yeah. I'm referring to it as a sacculus from now on the rest of my yeah, life. Bro. It is the sacculus. Your sacculus. Holy cow. Yeah. She touched okay. me in my sacculus region. Oh my gosh. I'm for that. All or right. sacular. I'm going to tell HR. So, so Don't be- touch my sacculus. So because of that... <laughs> sounds, sounds robust. So because of that, oh. he has been... God. Oh. You have a robust sacular? <laughs> You have a robust sacular region. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Pause. All right. So listen. Hard pause. Hard pause. Hard pause. <laughs> Break the pause button. Right. <laughs> so, um, because oh. of that, they decided to punish him by sitting him out this week's game. Mm, yes, the game against West Virginia and stripping him of his captain pat. Right. So my question, to you guys, is because I don't know who their backup is. Do you think that could potentially? Hurt their chances of winning this? Week? Absolutely, because West Virginia is seven and four. Absolutely, could hurt their chances, even though West Virginia is missing their quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like with that, with the way Oklahoma is set up, and I could be proven wrong. I just don't think their system has been set up to where a backup can just come in just randomly on a whim and just take off. Right. But then again, what do I know? My thing is, can they can they thrive on just simply running the ball? Because you know they live and die off throwing the ball. Well, they can't. They they passed to set up the run. Exactly. So no. So we're going to see whoever the backup is. He's going to get what he's paid for. Word to Big Bird. Oh yeah. Word to Big Bird. Yeah, I'm hearing, bro. That's my partner, though. That's my oh, partner. Man. Two times my dog Eeyore. Hey. He always Wait. getting overlooked. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's my partner, though. Facts. Take my dog, though. Whoa! I hey, like hey, Eeyore. Hey, hey. <coughs> Language. Yeah. Okay. I like Eeyore to fight. Big bird, big bird feet too big. Wait, wait, hold on, wait. (laughs) Off what you said. What'd you just say? I like Eeyore in a straight up fade, him versus Big Bird. I like that. Big Bird ain't losing that. His his reach There's no way. Big Bird's reach is way too long. Have you seen Eeyore's neck, bro? He'll take a jab. He gets in Big Bird's body. It's Big Bird rock. hits him with a jab. That's like his whole face down to his midsection. You, Big, really, you really think Cookie Monster not jumping in? You, that said Pooh not jumping in. I ain't worried about Pooh. His name is Pooh. They, 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 and, they got, they got Christopher, Tigger. Christopher John is Christopher John. Tigger's a spaz. He gonna be like off somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He's high energy. He's the type that's gonna swing wildly and hit his own people. <laughs> my God. He's that guy. He's a liability. He's a liability. They gonna pull out Oscar the Grouch. Ooh. Oh, Oscar the Grouch would He ain't coming out of the trash can. He would, actually. He He's has not. before. If that said, Oscar the Grouch coming out of the trash can, I like him in head up fade with Piglet. Bro, the count <laughs> is going to make it happen. The count? One, two, three uppercuts. Nah, <laughs> who's the, the dr- animal? The drummer? Oh, you know he's oh, snapping? He's snapping. Him and Tigger are the same person. Nah, he's more cousins. He's, he's, he's used to hitting things. He's easily more precise. Man, if yeah. get on that tail, it's a, it's a wrap. <laughs> get on that tail. Pause. Oh, his his actual tail, bro. Like, you know, that's how he bounces. <laughs> hey, listen, yeah, that's not gonna do this to me. So he bounces on that tail, huh? Yeah, I'm not gonna do this to me right now. No word. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna leave it at that, B. These, these, you said yeah. what you said. Segway. Let's move oh, on right man. along to oh, what were you talking about beforehand? I don't know. I oh forget. my goodness. We were talking about Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Yeah, there. 
How all of that stem from Baker Mayfield? I don't know. Um, you said shout out to my dog Eeyore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's you, what you, you did you, shout out to my dog Big Bird. <laughs> that made me say Eeyore. Yeah. He no, oh, word, word to Big Bird. Word to Big Bird. There it Dang. goes. See how it came full circle? Yeah, there I'm it is. flaw. Yeah. <laughs> I'm He's, flawed in the fall. So yeah. <laughs> what else do you guys want to talk so about? Mayf- oh. Shit, Baker Mayfield. I have got upset alerts for you guys. The gout? For this week? <laughs> the gout. What? <laughs> West Virginia <clears throat> over Oklahoma. That's we're not We're not picking yet. I'm not picking anything. I'm talking about upset alerts. Upset oh, alerts. Oh, oh. Oh, Use doing, your ears, B. He's doing nail alerts. Wow. Um, Nerds. So are you calling nails an upset? That's what it sounds like, bro. What? You said they're nails alerts. No, the nerds. <coughs> the... Michigan. Pause. Yeah, Michigan. This is a good pause. Michigan at Ohio State. Oh, I mean, Ohio State at Michigan is a full-on trap game. I'm even going to go as far as to say upset alert on that one. You said Michigan at Ohio State? Ohio State's at Michigan. Oh. Trap game. Trap game, trap game. Trap game, trap game. Yeah, because Ohio State did lose big, huge in Iowa. Trap game. Was that week seven? I got one more for you. This one is going to actually... Tingle y'all ears. Here we go. Here we go again. Ready for this one? I already know it. Notre Dame. Oh. I didn't see this one coming. Traveling to Stanford. Whoa. Stanford going to wash them. Bro. Hot take. Love is going to win. Listen, love is going to win 50. That one's a good one. And then my last one. If love runs for 300 in that game, give him the Heisman. Last one only because I want to shake up. And I like to support even. It might even push my pick it might I'm thinking about it you ready for this one yes no yes Clemson going to South Carolina I was thinking that one so Clemson going to South Carolina if Clemson loses that's two losses in ACC so that who's next in line that's not ACC yes it is South Carolina I'm sorry I'm so sorry SEC ACC versus SEC. Boom. Yeah, boom. What, <laughs> what I'm gonna say boom is, me. and knocks, yeah, knocks them out of the thing though. What I'm, yeah, what I, yeah, I'd love the for shake sure. up. I might even go for that. I'm taking risks this week, B. Me too. We all picked the same games last week. That was trash. Yeah. So who won that week, bro? All of us, because we all went ten and zero. Are you serious? So yeah, all the every really? team won. Yeah, <laughs> and we took risks. No, we didn't. I took a lot of risks actually. We literally took a, zero risks. I picked number one, number two, number three, number four, number yep. five, number yep. six, number yep. seven, number yep. eight, number yep. nine, and yep. ten. Yep, and they all won. What? Risks. We went to the note? Yeah. We all, yeah, we all had the same picks. We don't even need to talk about who has the records or whatever. We know B's winning that one. Hey, yeah, y'all could just start listening to the podcast. If y'all are betting people, that's a good Bro, shot. That's a good shot. You got a good, you got a good record, actually. What is your record? Oh, where are they? What is your record? In what? For the NCAA? Yeah. Yeah, for the NCAA. <laughs> My record's 64 and 23. Oh, true. Nels, you're 66 and 21. B, 69 and 18. I'm, I'm what? 69 and 18. Right. <laughs> Indubitably, sir. Indubitably. That's what happens when you tap out. 
Uh, these are NXT girls right here. Oh, I was sorry. We're, we're, we have SmackDown on in the background while we're because the Marty Janetti girl. I seen it in the back. And say the records one more time. No, because everybody already heard the records. You're in second. B's in first. What's B's record? Sixty-nine and eighteen. And what's mine? Sixty-six and twenty. Bro, I'm three games out. Yeah. I thought I thought you was washing us. I thought I was washing too. Nah, bro, we we right there. He's rigging the thing. All right, so all right. are we getting into the picks? Yeah, let's get into the picks. All right, so Shaquan Barkley has me. Uh, first, we got number ten, Penn State at Maryland. There it is, Shaquan Barkley for Heisman. Yeah, I got Penn State. I think this is his three hundred yard rushing game. I got Pennsylvania State game. University. Uh, okay, is it Pennsylvania? I was literally State? about to. I was really about to say that that's not an option, but then I was like, oh wait, Penn State is Pennsylvania State. <laughs> um, we got number nine, Ohio State at Michigan. Oh, what are you gonna do, brother? Michigan, Michigan. I think Ohio State pulls it off. Ooh, so is going Michigan. B's going Ohio State. <sighs> it's a risk. It's a good risk, but I mean, Ohio State could take that out too. Honestly, I'm going, I'm going Ohio State. But. Uh, let's see. Then we have number eight, Notre Dame, at number Stafford. twenty-one, Stanford. Stanford with the win. I got Stanford. Wow, y'all really both taking Stanford? It's at Stanford. I'm gonna take Notre Dame. They got travel from Indiana. Taking Notre Dame. Notre Dame has always been suspect against good running backs and they're about to go against the best in the land you know, outside Steph, of Chicago. Stafford goes three thank you Stafford goes three tight ends but you know that's the best pure running back in the league You're you gotta at least give me that he's I mean, 5 in, 170 in pounds he ain't pure he runs oh. in between the tackles he has to I think he does fine um, he's another Maurice we got number 7 Georgia at Georgia Tech I think we all got Ooh. Georgia that's actually pretty I'm at, taking Georgia. Ooh, you yeah. said it's at Georgia Tech? Yep. <laughs> That's what I just said. Ooh. I'll take Georgia. Good sell. Georgia. Even though I wouldn't be surprised if Georgia Tech pulled that one off, though, to be honest with you. Because they've been actually in the game for everybody. And here goes the, the game of the week. Number one, Alabama at number six, Auburn. I'm going Auburn. Auburn. Go Tigers. No. I just want to go opposite of y'all. Okay, then go opposite. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just say Alabama, but I really do feel like Auburn gonna pull it off. Go Tigers. But I'm gonna say Alabama just. To I personally feel like Bama's gonna pull it off, but I want Auburn to pull it off. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> hey, Alexis, um, go Tigers. So we got number five, Wisconsin at Minnesota. Minnesota. Um. Going with Wisconsin. 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 We got West Virginia at number four, Oklahoma. West Virginia. Oklahoma. I'm going West Virginia as well. I told you I'm taking risks this week, baby. Pull up. Uh, we got number three, Clemson at number 24, South Carolina. Clemson. Mm. I'm going South Carolina. Mm. I need to try to catch up. <laughs> Nelson? I'm thinking, man. I'm you know, thinking. Time to think. Right. These are picks. It. There's dead air. Mm-hmm. We can't have Clemson. loud South noises. Clemson, Clemson, Cal, the Bristol, Cal, the Kansas, the Sufi. 
Um, <laughs> while, we, while, while, while you sit there and deliberate what you want to pick, I want to talk about how T-Pain has a new album out called Oblivion. Oblivion? Yes. You're not supposed to be responding. You're supposed to be thinking while he's talking. I'm thinking. I, just, I wish I knew South Carolina's um, record. What's their record? The song They're called eight and three. You're Fine. That is my jam with the, uh, uh, with Ty Dolla Sign. If you haven't hit here, if you got bass in your car, you're welcome. Those eight ways are going to be slapping. Slapping the bass. Slapping the bass. Uh, slapping the bass. Is Kelly Bryant coming back? Oh no, we ain't got time to look into all this stuff. What do you? What do you? Um, mm-hmm. Clemson. Okay. Damn. Boozard. Yep. And then finally, we got <clears throat> number two, Miami, at Pitt. Miami. My, my. Miami. Have the you have climbed? Let's keep climbing. Word. Uh, this after this weekend, I want to see the U at number one. Let's go Word. Tigers! Sounds good. All right, those are the picks. That being said, we're gonna move right along into the NFL. Whoa! Whoa. Nels. D. N. I shouldn't even give him the opportunity. I know. F. That's my that's my bad. Everybody listening, mm-hmm. that's my fault. L. I'll take I'll take that L. I had the perfect pick and roll. N A. Yep. F.A. Uh-huh. And then we could have been right here. L.A. Talking about what we did. This podcast about. could have been done by now. The how long it takes with all this. Uh, you, uh, uh, you might as well try to be. Have you ever thought about, like. Bro, have you ever thought about, like, in a career in the ring announcing? No. Mm-hmm. You think you'd have fun with it? I would have a fantastic time. Could all right. Try, try, try the new champion uh, uh, entrance. Guys, I haven't been recording this whole time. What about the new champion thing, bro? Are you serious? Yes. No, like dead ass. Yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I was about to say, I guess when I get an episode, I'm not running that whole thing. (laughs) That's great. Bro, that was great. Your You're best trash work, for that. Your best work by far. <laughs> Very impressed. You're trash for that. Hey, who does look on his face as you guys could see? All right. You know what? 2550 in episode, what is this, 11, mm-hmm. will go down in balls infamy. Anyways. No, Sacculus. Sacculus. Sacculus in, ball, in the ball Sacculus. Ball Sacculus. <laughs> Hey, listen, if you, if you know anybody with a camera who, who wouldn't mind doing videos for us, let us know. Somebody want to just want to Re- record these shenanigans. Maybe yeah. Like a Super Bowl we, ring. We man. just want to think about that for the uh, probably next season. While Nels look at his New England Patriots uh, replica Super Bowl ring that just came in the mail. Boy, boy, boy. I thought you were about to snap. You know, it's a replica. Yo, all right. So, <coughs> moving around on NFL, um, let me give you guys what the playoff picture is looking like right now. Nah. So, if the playoffs were to start today for the AFC, we got the Steelers, the Patriots, the Jaguars at number three. I'm still boycotting. The Chiefs. The wait, what? The Jaguars are at number three. The Chiefs, the Titans, and the Ravens. You and know that means they get a home game? Twitter told me they got the number one defense in the land. They do. That's what Twitter told me. They do. And Twitter told me. And in the yeah, NFC, we have the Eagles, the Vikings, the Saints, the Rams, the Panthers, the Falcons. Looks like we're getting a nice shuffle of the playoff teams that this year. That sounds so ugly, bro. I like it. Yeah, that's a good I thing I'm not like watching. It. Now, um, I do want to quickly note 
that there were some teams on some win streaks. Uh, Patriots on a six-game win streak. Nah. Steelers on a five-game win streak. Nah. Jags on a four-game win streak. Nah. The Eagles and the Saints on an eight-game win streak. Nah. I like, the, the, I, like the, the, I like that the Jags are on the win streak. Yeah, and the Vikings on a six-game win streak. Nah. And then on the other hand, you have the Dolphins on a four-game losing streak. Yikes. The Bears and the Bills on a three-game losing streak. Yikes. And the Broncos on a six-game losing streak. Yikes. They fired their offensive coordinator. And the Raiders fired their defensive coordinator. Yes, we did. Thank you. Jeez, it was two about more a losses. year too late. Two more losses and um, Broncos going to fire the head coach yeah. because they got soft. Our assistant head coach is taking over uh, defensive coordinator duties, John Pagano. Pagano? Yeah. He was the DC for Chargers for a In while. In relation to Chuck? I don't know. They might be related. You know how this this brother league we 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 yeah. bringing our brothers. so few things that happened in the NFL this week that I know we want to address. Yeah, put me up to speed. Um, let's talk about this Bills quarterback situation. Oh, because this is the most hilarious thing. Okay, so I know about uh, this one. I read about this one. The Bills head coach McDermott um, and the GM they've been trying to get Tyrod Taylor out of here for quite a while. But before now. you go, uh, McDermott. Uh, his claim to fame was at Carolina when they brought in Cam Newton and the Cam Newton success. Hence the reason why he has this head coaching job okay. at Buffalo. So, so this is his first head coaching job, right? Yeah, first head coaching yeah, job. His but first his, year. And his, his first co- year, too. Yeah. His claim to fame is Cam Newton. Right. So, Cam so I guess they want to get to more of a pocket passer. So they've been trying to get Tyrod out of here since before the season even started. Mm-hmm. And yet Tyrod kept... Earning his job, when he, he is consistent. He takes care of the football. When you say they try to get him out of here in the preseason, they put him in with the third and second string mm-hmm. offensive line yep. to purposely try to get this man yep. hurt, and he still earned the starting job. Run that back one more time, bro. Yes. For those who didn't listen, they purposely <laughs> so in, in in hopes to get Tyrod Taylor the um the hole out of here. They put they purposely put him in with the second team and third mm-hmm. team offensive line, hoping that he got hurt and he's then he sus- he sustained a concussion, so they gave him the opportunity to start their guy. Right. Who was Nathan Peterman? Peterman, their fifth round pick. So, um, that being said, Tyrod's played very well all season. I mean, the Bills up until last week were five and three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that means or, I mean two weeks ago. Yeah. So they were they were at five and three at one point and rolling well and he had one bad game. Right. So they said, Oh, now's our chance. Now and the, they benched him. Now's the perfect time to bench Tyrod because exactly. we're doing bad. Now. Because he we're so bad. We're five and three and actually looking at a chance to get into the playoffs because the AFC's weak this year. And we're going to bench him because he had one bad game. And it wasn't even an awful game. He like, didn't have a bad game, man. Yeah. <clears throat> it, was just, just it wasn't anything mistakes. spectacular. And the, that was the game against the Saints where, I mean, right. there was, there was no rushing defense. So what do you expect? <clears throat> I mean, before. Like, we scoring even, six rushing touchdowns. We could, even, we could even dive into that even further because think about this. Before the season, they got rid of his those receivers. And then they brought in the, um, they brought in um, Benjamin from Carolina. Who's still not acclimated to the offense with Tyrod Taylor? So what do you expect him to do? How is he supposed he's to look? The best that he can. Honestly, all he's got mm. is shady. 
yeah. and Clay. You put him in a very, very losing situation and, and say, hey, win. And he's looking at you guys like, with what? Yeah. And so the Saints right. game happened, and they benched him, and then they put in Peter. remember all them people on defense they lost to. Right. Right. Kiko and the guy who went to uh, Umasha, Darius? Darby and Darius. There was Darby Sen- and Darcyus. There was Sen- and, Listen, and McDermott was Gilmore. Sen- McDermott, McDermott was sending <laughs> people left and right. He was getting rid of pieces that actually made sense to B- Buffalo pieces Bills organization. that would have got them in, uh, potentially right. an AFC East championship. So, the whole thing is with, with this Tyrod situation, you know, they try to get this man out of here and they... You know, try their best to sell it to the NFL fan base, the Buffalo fan base, that, hey, this is the best thing for our team moving forward after, you know, much deliberation and blah, blah, blah. And honestly, it was just sweet irony to see, you know, now Tyrod has thrown three interceptions all year. All year. He takes care of the ball. If there's one thing Tyrod does well, he takes care of the ball. He's thrown three picks all year. Not even all three of those were his fault. And... Within the first five minutes of the game, three picks. He <laughs> Peterman already threw three picks. Peterman the first five minutes was of the game. Peterman was shooting threes, and he would go on to throw two more. Now in the first half, what's hilarious to me is if you look <coughs> if you look halfway through the game <coughs> when they benched him, he threw six completions to his team. And five completions to the other team. More touchdowns to the other team. Huh? He threw a touchdown to the other team. Yeah, he threw a touchdown to the other team. <clears throat> so. That's wild. And and what's even crazier is, so Tyrod Taylor comes in after halftime, and he actually plays pretty well. Huh. But he's not going to bring them back from you know a 30-point deficit. Right, you're just, in the hole at this point. Yeah. Um, but even still, he played well. And after the game, this is the craziest McDermott part. said... This is the craziest part. We have to go look at film and evaluate, but we're still not set on who we're going to move forward. With. His his words then were, he didn't look terrible. It was bad, yeah. and we saw some good out there. We saw some good. He had what? some plays where good. we said, "Hey, he's pretty good." What? That's what he said? One of those six completions. What? That he made. You gotta be freaking kidding me! Like th- to me, that th- when I was. Reading about, upon this and, you know, watching some little video clips ab- uh, about this whole thing, I thought to myself, this is blasphemy. This is, this is terrible that the NFL does this because the NFL does this. This isn't just Buffalo. The NFL does this thing where if you're a black quarterback, it's made nearly impossible for you to succeed. Even when you do succeed, you're going to be ridiculed. You can have any kind of good ab- about you. It's it's one margin of error and you're out. Right. If you scramble one play too much and get another first down by your feet, they rule you as a scrambling quarterback. Not someone who would just get the job done. Because when Ben Roethlisberger scrambles, he's not listed as a scrambler. He's really not. Well, that's the thing. People got to understand the times have changed. The athletes, the defensive linemen are yeah. freaks of nature you now. You got guys. You can't have a quarterback that just sits in the pocket you all can. day. It's not going to. Like, honestly, Tom Brady is probably the last of a dying breed of quarterbacks who can stand in the pocket and just make it happen. And he barely he really is. And realistically, he barely really stands he, comfortably in the he, pocket. Because he has to he move now. He moves around. He, yeah. And he has to move. And you got to understand, you need these scrambling quarterbacks. You need these quarterbacks that can extend a play. Right. Because... These 
players now are freaks of nature. The game isn't like how it was, unfortunately, back in the old days. Where this ain't you, your daddy's league. Right. Where you, you're going against big, bulky players who the, the defense in the line were slow guys, were just big, slow guys. Now, now, just like what you said, you got guys who are 6'5", 270, running four fives. Jeez you, Louise. You, got, you who got, can extend the play to give the receiver more time to get over? What, what's your guy's name Khalil over there? Mack? You got Khalil I'm Mack monster. Come, who coming off the edge. And if you can't move as a quarterback. Pushing th- offensive linemen to the ground with one hand as he runs by. You them. got him coming off the edge. And if you can't move as a quarterback, you're dead in the water. You're, you're, you're fish food, man. You got to move. Like you, you got to. Um, um, Miles Garrett. That's another yes, big body. Freak of nature. JJ Watt. These, these Von Miller. Von. These guys. Freaks are of nature. Off the Joey Bosa. Ed, Joey Bosa. These guys are coming off the edge full speed and they're not slow. They can track down they running don't backs. Get tired. They yeah. do it all game. They can they, track they, yeah. down <laughs> running backs and their sole job is to rush, rush the pass. Right. So, knowing that you want to put in the Peterman. Who who who, won't, who doesn't give you a chance to win at all? Because he hasn't played in the National Football League, so that means he doesn't understand the nature of the speed, the and, um, the complexity of a defensive lineman. You, his first game in, he's got a, he's got Joey Bosa and Mark Ingram coming at him. So that's th- yeah, that's a nightmare. That is a nightmare duo coming at you your first game. And they're just knowing the rush the quarterback. <laughs> now think about this. All right, so if you you probably listen to us and say we sound a little crazy to you, we take a name like Carson Wentz. He gets out of the pocket. The reason why he has success is because not one because he just throw the ball, but he could extend the play and he could take off. Yeah, I said Carson Wentz. I didn't go Dak Prescott, even though I could have won his name. I could go. Uh, I could go. Um, what, Russell, Ru- Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was oh, great. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Ryan. These these guys have enough capability, or if not Smith. more. To move the pocket, extend the play to get the play downfield. What? You, it's true. Alex Smith doesn't extend the play. Like, we'll talk about him in like for example, oh, yeah. here's something that you that you could use right now that you would love. The reason why Blake Bortles isn't successful because he cannot do these things. He's only a drop back guy who's not good at so. He's not good at throwing the ball. So <laughs> he's in the drop back. He's he's a drop back quarterback in the playing in the National Football League where guys are coming for him. Yeah. Because why his rush game is not is really not there, right? So you gotta understand you gotta make it work somehow. But they don't compensate. They just say hey, whatever. Yeah. Peterman is the guy we want in, and we're gonna let him go ahead and throw the ball. The Bills organization is just so trash. Really, yeah. For this, and honestly, like I, I'm just I'm, I hope Tyrod just gets out of there and goes and succeeds somewhere else because he he doesn't deserve to have to sit there and deal with that. And honestly, like he showed a lot of class even in his post game speech. Like when they asked him about, like they basically were like, you know, "That was pretty dumb of the coaches." Like you got to feel some kind of indication. And he was like, "Listen, whoever the coaches say the guy is, I'll support 100." He was like, "Obviously, I feel like I'm talented enough to be a starter, and I want to prove that I can be a starter." He took a pay cut like, too. Whoever, yeah, but whoever's the guy, they can have my support 100. You know, the coaches know what they're doing. That's why they're the coaches, and. Like big picture, I'm I'm looking at the NFL like with with a question mark above my head, thinking, why do they continue to do this to black quarterbacks? Why don't, if you could play if you could play the position, you could play the position. It shouldn't be like a, a unorthodox. It doesn't throw it this way. As long as you can make the plays, you good. Like right. I don't understand. They ruled out Tim Tebow. So I started looking at Lamar Jackson for for that aspect. Does Lamar Jackson actually get a fair shot to the NFL? I don't think he does. I don't think he will. I, the reason why I don't think he does because they're going to say he's too fast. 
he maybe possibly think about changing his position to receiver where he could be more of a threat, which is, doesn't make any sense because if you talk about a threat, him at the quarterback position where he could throw the ball, make all the throws, uh, be a good decision maker, and then kill you with his feet, that's where he poses more of a threat. But we know the NFL's history. We take a guy like him, stick him at receiver, and shut it down. That's it. So going going forward, you see a guy like that, and you start saying, damn, you win Heisman as a quarterback. That just means you're the best player in, in college football. And he did it from the quarterback position, and he's actually throwing the ball well. So he's a quarterback. The NFL won't. I don't think the NFL does a, is going to do a good job on let, allowing him to play said position. Or they're going to say some mess like, Someone has to change the mechanics or teach them how to stand in the pocket or come up with some other line without saying, because he's black, we yep. don't think he can play. They're not going to say that. Yeah, I agree. I just I just feel like at the end of the day, we shouldn't be shocked anymore. This has been going on for years. It will always go on for at least in foreseeable future. And, you know, shout out to Tyrod Taylor for rising above that and doing what he's got to do, doing his job. Seriously. Um, so from one team that's, you know, going through turmoil to... And before you go, I go would lo- I would love to see Tyrod Taylor get the whole, whole hell out of there. Jacksonville would be a great spot. Oh my gosh, and win the Super Bowl. Yep, win the Super Bowl and then laugh at Buffalo. McDermott, you... Who, like I told you guys before, his claim to fame is Cam Newton. Yeah. But he benches Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. How do you make sense of all this? I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. But that's like the NFL ridicules Cam Newton every time they get a chance to. Who? Oh. I don't know why. And, and another <coughs> thing about this Bill situation before I move on. If there's one good thing that comes out of a Richard Sherman injury, it's we get to hear his commentary on football while he's watching the game. <coughs> because I, he, I was, he was lighting Twitter up with memes and just his thoughts on the whole situation and everything and it was it was hilarious I can't wait till that guy retires because I know his commentary is gonna be cut through oh yeah it's gonna be great um so from one team in turmoil to another uh we're gonna talk about the downward spiral real quick of the Kansas City Chiefs mm. um now the Chiefs have lost four out of their last five uh they started the season five and oh they did mm-hmm. and I kinda you know you guys think I'm a hater of Alex Smith. It is. But the beginning of the season, everybody was talking, oh, Alex Smith could be on an MVP run. Alex it Smith could be on it. But these past five games, he has been non-existent. If you're, so if I, you're a first-time listener, Buddha is a big, big hater of I'm not a hater. Alex Smith and Blake Bortles. Because I speak facts? He does not like not these guys at all. I don't no, that's not true. Carry I, on, Buddha. I don't I don't I don't hate Alex Smith. I'm just think he's overrated and I'm going to tell you why. colored shirt. That's fine. It's a red shirt. Color exists before the organization. Um, and he doesn't sure. and he doesn't like it. You're, you guys hear this. Yeah. So, the first now, the first 5 games that they played, they were rolling. Four of those teams they played are legit teams. The Patriots, the Eagles, the Redskins, the Texans. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is before um Deshaun got, got hurt. hurt, okay? And the other team that they Deshaun played was Watson. yeah, and the other team they played was the Chargers. Who you know still a divisional game whatever. Yeah. Now, in those first five games, he completed seventy six point six percent of his passes for thirteen hundred. Well, about fourteen hundred yards mm-hmm. and eleven touchdowns, no turnovers. Okay, as a great first half. These last five games, 
only two of those games were against legit teams at this point. That being the Cowboys because they had Zeke mm-hmm. and the Steelers. The other games were the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Giants. And in those games, oh, and mind you, a couple of those teams have very suspect defenses. Mm-hmm. He only completed 62% of his passes for only seven touchdowns, three interceptions, and two fumbles. Mm-hmm. And their offense has halted completely. You hear nothing of Kareem Hunt anymore. Tyreek Hill isn't doing much. Travis Kelsey has been stopped. They're trying to do too many pretty plays, and they're not controlling the ball effectively. How often in in the Andy Reid era did we not see something like this in Philly? We saw this a couple times. Mm -hmm. So this this shouldn't be anything surprising to anybody that this has happened. Um, But in certain months, I believe... Donovan McNabb in the month of November was never good. Or was it October? One of the two. Right. It, it, it got like this. It looked just like this, where he mm-hmm. just stunk up the joint. But before you even before you even finish, Alex Smith in the first half. Name the teams that he played. The first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Patriots, mm-hmm. Eagles, mm-hmm. Chargers, mm-hmm. Redskins, okay. Texans. Stop. Patriots just are not getting it together on the back end of the ball. Now, the beginning of the season, secondary sucked. Who's the second team? Eagles. Eagles. Their secondary is really good, but their secondary uh, is... It's there. Uh, they're getting... They're there. I can't say they're really good. I just got to say they're, uh, they're not tested yet. They're not tested yet. Who who, who are they played to test them in the secondary was? What? <laughs> I mean... Uh, I have to focus every, I mean, the pass-heavy NFC East. Who, who Who's... Okay, you, say, you can say pass-heavy, but who's good? Oh, and I got you, I got you, I got yeah, you. I'm going to pull, pull up the schedule real quick. Um, okay, so the Eagles... All right. The Eagles have played Cowboys, play with, with Broncos, 49ers. Okay, no, no. They didn't play without Zeke, did they? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Alfred Morris was the running back. Yeah. Who actually, the, which actually is weird to me because he ran for 91 yards, which means the running attack is there, so I don't the know. The Redskins? That through three. Come on, it's Kirk Cousins. Really? He's terrible. That's, see, you're a Kirk Cousins hater. I am. Right? I can okay. openly admit that. That dude's the trash. The Panthers? They, they, haven't, they haven't been good at the beginning of the year. Okay. Very up and down. And then he's still trying to find out his offensive <laughs> weapons as, as we see in the previous weeks. Honestly, you're right. They haven't been tested yet. I'm I'm looking at the schedule. I mean, they had it was Redskins, Chiefs, Giants, Chargers, Cardinals, Panthers, Redskins, 49ers, Broncos, Cowboys. Who? Who in that? Tom Savage them? Understood. So Oh, S- Sidemen, Seaman, Psyduck? Back to the Chiefs. You said um, Patriots, Patriots Eagles, Eagles, Chargers. Eagles still didn't have it together. Yep. Horrible on the back end. That's Chargers. The loss, yeah. Chargers. Horrible on the back end. Next. Right. Redskins are solid. Redskins solid on the back end? Yeah. And they're secondary? Yes. Who? Uh, Josh Norman and then they, they, was hurt. they have a couple. He wasn't hurt then. This was only week four. That dude's overrated. Who else? I don't know. They're. Secondary. Okay, we can't just go off one name for a whole secondary. 
You got to be able to give me like two names, three names mm-hmm. for me to sit there and be like, all right, they, they straight. Isn't that kid from USC over there? He was 36. Who else is? I'll take a look again, but I I didn't see. When I watched the Redskins play on the back end, I was always like, mm, okay. Who's there? The Texans. <laughs> Texans? <clears throat> Ugh, I don't know. And that was their, is that their five Their five teams? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then after that, who'd they play? Steelers. Okay, solid. And they, 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 did they um, already activate Hayden? Mm. They might have. That might have been Hayden's first game. Is that where he got hurt? Because he's hurt right now. I know he's hurt. I can't remember. But I don't think he was activated about no? the trade. Okay. I don't think so. So, Steelers are straight. Who else? The Raiders. They tripping next. <clears throat> the Broncos. Broncos is straight in the back end. Everything else they've been kind of tripping. It's true. Their their linebacker play has been terrible, and their line's not even getting their, any pressure. Even their secondary. It keeps the yeah. getting older. He's lost a step. And who's their other defensive back? Because they don't have T.J. Ward Chris, anymore. Chris Harris. Chris Harris is solid. Is uh, it Chris Harris? Wasn't he the one that got shot up? No. In the limo? Sure. The Cowboys. He's the one that got shot up. Cowboys always had a suspect secondary. You said always. Mean, <coughs> well, not always. Cowboys. I'm no, no, we, no, we, all, we, we have a suspect secondary. Yeah. Bro, they. I can't tell you the last time we put in like effort to actually acquire a good secondary. When Richard Sherman was on the chopping block, we overlooked him. Like we're better than this. What? We're banking on no, no, no shade to my boy Orlando Scandrick. I mean, he got dread, but that don't, she don't transition to football. Um, outside of that, uh, we got Brian Jones, who, who was arguably our best DB. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you Dallas is secondary. Dallas doesn't even understand what the meaning of but defense I'm, means. I'm, there's still a theme that I'm trying to get to. Okay. And then, All right. the, and then the Giants. And the Giants. We, who we know we have, they have a good secondary. They have a good secondary. Yeah, Jack Rabbit was Jack that game? Yes. Okay. He had, <clears throat> I don't know if he had both picks. He had one of the picks. Who? Jack Rabbit. Jack so here's, here's, here's the thing. You're going from seeing, because even though the Raiders secondary isn't the best, Raiders secondary is still physical. No. They, but they are. They put They're hands not. on people. They just can't They just can't keep up with the speed. They jam. Bro, I, I, I watch every game. They don't. Okay. That's why they fired the defensive coordinator. They're, they're trash. The the. <laughs> So okay, that's why they don't have a single pick. They don't have they've done nothing nothing all year. Are you saying the secondary doesn't jam or the secondary can't jam? No, the only person who does anything in that secondary is Carl Joseph. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna ask the question again. They don't jam or they can't jam. They haven't shown me they can. Okay, you the the are the Raiders secondary are they bigger guys? Compared to no. your other secondaries, no, because Carl Joseph still lays a lick on somebody. Yeah, but he's a small dude. And he who's just the other safety that you guys have? Reggie Nelson. Okay, so you have Joseph that roams. You have Nelson that roams. You only need one or two of them guys that can lay a licking. Who pause? Who's there? Um, the receivers for the Kansas City Chiefs are who? Tyreek Hill. Okay. You got Travis Kelsey. Okay. You got um. Oh, sh- that Wilson, Albert Wilson, Wilson. Okay, so with the exception of Kareem Hunt, 
and even Kelsey's suspect at times because when he goes up against a beast of a linebacker, he does tend to fold. What I'm trying to get to is Andy Reid does a lot of gadget offenses. Gadget, his gadget offenses is always revolved around finesse players. When he goes up against teams that are able to put some kind of physicality on these finesse players, they fold. Even though the Raiders and the Cowboys and them might not have the best secondary, they're not soft. Never been soft. Never. They get beat. Okay, I'll give you that. They're beat. But we're talking about we can name two or three guys on each defense on a secondary that has no problem with coming head up against you. No issues. They're probably better against the run than they are the pass. And you got no physical wide receiver over there. And that's a team that uses the pass to set up the run. Kareem Hunt doesn't really take off. They don't, they don't give Kareem Hunt the ball 25, 30 times and say, carry it, and then we're going to do play action, this, that, and third. No, they do all these little gadget schemes, little underneath passes, shovel passes, all that, that creates lanes, and Kareem Hunt is able to go through there. They've, they've been meeting teams, and they've realized physicality is the way to go. Steelers was the one that started that. It started against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Steelers straight up hit them in the mouth, period. And They're like, oh, all coming. right. That's what's up. That's always been the staple to if a team's going to have a far playoff run or not. Let's punch them in their mouth, and let's see if they can play ball. Mm. Yeah, I can't and, cover you. You're right, but I'm going to punch you in your mouth and see what's really good. And the Kansas City uh, defense on top of that is getting worse and worse every week. They got, they so got a lot something. of injuries, too. Yeah. A lot of injuries. That was that was supposed to be the fallback. I think how Andy Reid was looking at it was, all right, offense might fall off, but we got a good defense. And now it's like, okay, we really need this offense to do what they're supposed to do, and they can't because we can't name one legit physical guy on that team outside of Hunt. Everybody else is finesse. You know what like, I mean? So what's what's Eric crazy Barry, is bro. Eric Berry could probably go on that offense and snap. He's realistically. Hurt, but he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. Um <laughs> what's crazy though is the fact that before the season started, a lot of people viewed the AFC West as the strongest or one of the strongest conferences um, in the NFL. And as of right now, it's wide open, but for the wrong reason. We thought it was going to be one of the co- more competitive races, but it's still anybody's game. In Kansas City, 6-4, and four, Chargers and Raiders, 4-6, and six, and Denver is 3-7. and seven. It's still not out of it. On paper, like, on paper, all four teams look really good. Mm-hmm. On paper. Yeah. I mean, a lot of injuries tend to happen, and then on top of that, yeah, our secondary we're we're playing with like number fives, fives and sixes. I mean, beyond our, that, beyond that, I mean, if you look at it, I always revert to Madden as on paper. When you refer, when you revert back to the paper, having Nelson and having Joseph should have been enough, regardless of who you put on the outside. Should have been enough. However, Ooh, that's the thing. We don't get beat on the outside. We get beat in the middle. It all, depends. All it depends on. Long. It depends on who it is, and it depends on the uh, the the scheme. Because even watching that Patriots game, they they schemed on you guys trying to fortify the middle because Patriots do a whole lot of middle option gadget stuff. So what they do? Send everybody outside. Yeah, but then they have speed on the outside, and we don't. 
all our speed guys are hurt. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we so had we had a uh a, a, our nickel safety playing corner because we have nobody at they expected in my personal opinion, they expected for Carl Joseph to be the guy we knew he could hit. Mm-hmm. They wanted him to cover. He's not as good of a cover no. as he, previously. He's expected. really good against the run. He's really good at, um, you know, uh, blitzing the quarterback and stuff like that. Like, he's good at getting from he can watch downfield the, to the backfield really quick. He can watch the tight end. Yeah. But as far as putting him in coverage and telling him to go after the ball, he ain't got it. He ain't got it. Um, yeah. So, moving along, um, since we were just talking about the Raiders, um, the NFL announced that Mexico will be extending games there until 2021. So, now on top of the five or six London games we have, we'll also have a game in Mexico every year. And I am firmly against this. I think it's BS. Um, I mean, part of this is going to be personal bias. Me being a Raiders fan, it's now two years in a row that we've lost a home game playing Mm -hmm. in Mexico. And I think that at least if we're going to play there again, we shouldn't have been the the home game twice in a row. Mm. That's trash. Because I don't care if we're closer or if the fan base is more. It's not the same as playing in the Coliseum. Right. It's not your home crowd. Because you're still traveling four and a half hours to another country, to a hotel, and you're going through all the protocol you would do if you were a traveling team, but they're calling it a home game. And that's BS. It's actually like level play, uh, play, level playing field for a team that you possibly, possibly could beat at home easily if you get the home field advantage. Yeah. Hey, but we got Marshawn Lynch to, you know what I'm saying, do his thing with the Mexican uh, anthem. Isn't that, your, isn't that your thing? Yeah. I mean, me personally, I, I'm going to get on, I'm going to talk about that, but I want to save that for later when we get into something else. My, I, I agree with Buddha, though, to carry on. I don't like the idea of, of losing a, a possible home game because of this traveling. Like, I don't like this London trip, this Mexico thing. Mm-hmm. And no disrespect to these to these people, whatever, like that. It takes away from the aspect of the game. It's not fair to the teams, man. They think it's it's making it better, but it's not. You're taking away from the... I think you take it away from it. Take it away from fans and money that the stadium could make to in order to keep... Uh, for example, if this Revenue. was Oakland, keep those people in Oakland... Because you got to think, some of these stadiums aren't used the rest of the year. Right. So you lose... You they assist- hit eight games. You essentially <laughs> lose them money, and then ultimately you could be in a situation like how the Raiders are. They're going to possibly be the Vegas Raiders. Yeah. So you, you start to do that too much, and then... that. Jerry World doesn't get money anymore. You think Jerry Jones gonna fly for that? Yeah, it's crazy. And even even Bill Belichick said he he's in no rush to go back to Mexico. Yeah, all all that all that just ah, take away from the game. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it absolutely takes away from the game. I agree with y'all to that to yeah. that standpoint and to that extent. But from a from a businessman standpoint, Mexico's where it's at. You want to? They're trying to broaden Mexico's it to get where more it's money. At. Not only am I broadening my horizons, but I just made $45 million in one game. You understand what I'm saying? It's and, more and money to go up, more money to be, to be made playing in Mexico. And that, stadium, and that stadium is one of the biggest stadiums in the world. Then so let me ask you, it out is, then is let me ask you this. Wouldn't it make more sense then, instead of putting all this effort into trying to put a team in London, way over there, 
to just put one closer in Mexico, where obviously it's a rabid fan base. They understand the game of football. Mm-hmm. This is this Wouldn't is what I more think. Sense? This is what I think should happen. This I've, I've been saying this for quite some time, and I just think that the experiment that they had before could have worked, but I think it was too too broad. One, we have at least at least twelve thousand student athletes playing college football Ooh. right now. I like the way this was. I like as the way we speak. I like where this is going already. We have the Canadian Football League, which. Albeit competitive, we know the rules are different and nobody takes it seriously. Right. You, we tried with NFL Europe. NFL Europe wasn't bad. I like it. It was just too spread out. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's bigger, that's bigger ground to cover than the United States. We're in soccer territory. In some places, I just don't even know why they tried it. Like Berlin, I don't even know why you tried it there. Like this, you should have just stopped. Yeah. They had a good team, now, though. I believe that's what a, that's what a Houston Oilers team was based out of Berlin. <laughs> I mean, Kurt Warner played over there for a little bit. Wasn't the Ber- Berlin like, Dragons? It wasn't him. No, I don't think it was the Berlin Dragons. Ah. But um, <clears throat> what I'm getting to is there can definitely be developmental leagues. There can definitely be League Two and League Three. There's enough. There's enough area in Mexico City to where you could have six teams. You don't have to have a, a ridiculous amount of teams. Six teams, eight teams, and you do like a quick eight, nine, ten game season. Some real quick in the off season. Those guys who didn't get that burn, those guys who are on practice squad, they can get up, make them a little bit more cash, play football all year round. Hmm. Then if you're doing the London game and you see England is starting to pick up, then put a league in England. You don't have to necessarily call it NFL England or NFL Mexico, but you can you can make it work. You can definitely make it work. You know, so I, I feel like Berlin Thunder. Okay, I believe isn't it Berlin Thunder and like Rain Fire? Rain Fire, I'm yeah, lit, bro. So like and Frankfurt Galaxy. That's what it was. I know there was like the Dragons, Barcelona too. Dragons. There it is. So, you know, like the, and I, I like the NFL, I like the NFL Europe because for me it was cool seeing the guys who aren't named ball out. Because then you could sit there and be like, oh, that's the next one. Bro, you remember what NFL Europe did? A lot of these big name house, house name guys in college who didn't get drafted or were drafted NFL late, Europe. they went to NFL Europe and did the same thing they did in college, just ball. Yeah. So, and then it was really easy for us to say, I know that guy's going to be in NFL next year because that NFL Europe took place during that dead period of sports. Exactly. Which makes sense. It's kind of exactly. like the D League. Yeah, for well, the NFL. And you you well, get to watch it. Now they call it the G League. Oh. Okay. Because Gatorade sponsors it now. Yeah, Gatorade, cut me the check. That's cute. Um, <laughs> really? The G League. That's oh, trash. my goodness, Gatorade. But you Gatorade know, is after some serious paper, though. They, did a, they just did a joint deal with Magic. I mean, Magic. With Michael. Yeah. You saw that? It'd be like they come, yeah, they're coming out with the one. They're coming out with the ones with the Gatorade bottles. Yeah, it'd be like Mike. Gatorade is after some serious dough. So what? What I'm what I'm getting to is, you could definitely still reach your crowd without hurting your main product. But it's all it's all a business thing at the end of the day. We want to make money. We want to expand ourselves. Yeah, these players might be messed up, but they ain't gonna complain when they get this when they get this game check. <laughs> so you know. 
you got to have an owner that's not okay with you going over there. Mm-hmm. Like you said, um, you said Belichick is not okay. That doesn't matter. Kraft has to yeah, not no, for be sure. okay. If Kraft gets up and says, I'm not okay with that, then you're probably not going to see the Patriots play there. Anymore. I love the NFL Europe because the NFL Europe to me, like you just said, how many kids in college possibly? 12,000. 12,000 possibly playing collegiate football right now. And we're just estimating that number. Now, it makes so much sense because how many of you, how many of those guys you think make it to the NFL? Make it to like actual official rosters? We're not talking about practice. 200. So out of that 12,000, we got 200. It gives more guys an ample opportunity to continue to play the game that they love and get paid for and to be household names. I mean, unfortunately, it's not going to be over in the U.S. right away, but at least you get that. Um, you get that, that still that claim, fame overseas. You be the man over there, make some money, come back and do your thing over here. Or, or if you choose to retire, at least you, you got to play in the NFL somehow, rather it be NFL or NFL Europe. Right. Still. You give a kid an opportunity to keep continuing the dream that they have instead of cutting them down. It's true. Because the NBA got the D-League while the NFL can't have something. Because the Canadian football, um, the CFL and the NFL is not connected at all. Or arena football. Which kind of crazy because I wish it would be. I wish all this football had some kind of tie-in. Like arena football teams were like a subdivision of an NFL team. And same thing with the Canadian teams, but, you know, Canadian football is, is a whole different thing. It's by itself. But at least the arena football, like, you know, like, a, like a, a North Carolina team, that's the Panthers. You, you guys are probably the what? Call them the, the Cats or something. Same color scheme or something. It like, makes sense. Well, they don't do that. You got Orlando Storm for Florida. No, as a, as a Tampa Bay Storm. Oh, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Storm, Storm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tampa Bay I think the Orlando Storm. is like the Predators. Predators. Yeah. Yeah. And how the hell Orlando get a damn arena football team? Why not Miami? I don't know. And then Jacksonville. The Jacksonville Sharks. Jacksonville got a team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's a different league. It's though. a different arena football league. There's two different arena football leagues. Yeah. What? Yeah. Arena, wow. yeah. There's, there's, there's actually quite a few arena leagues. Well, two big ones, though. Down here. Of the bigger, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, Nels, you wanted to talk about something with Marshawn Lynch? Yes. So... This is a great segue. Um, I just wanted to, well, make this a mention. So I was talking to my uh, to my awesome and beautiful and wonderful girlfriend. Girl. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out to my girlfriend real quick. Um, you never listen to this, but shout out to you. Spawn. Um, <laughs> but um, the the bottom line is that she was making a mention to how. Marshawn Lynch stood up for the Mexican national anthem and sat back down for the American national anthem. Or no, and he was sitting first. Yeah, he sat for the American, then he yeah, started. yeah, right. So what happened is, is that you know my my girlfriend says, "Oh well, you know," um, she feels like Marshawn Lynch does it just to do it. And well, you had a conversation with this. Yes. Oh, snap. And she actually she brought it up. So the 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 point is is that she says, you know, Marshawn Lynch did it just to do it. Okay, the He's not thinking about no he's not thinking about no deeper like connotations behind it or whatever the case may be. And you know, she 
I I spoke to her about it and and we kind of had our opinions and we agreed and disagreed and whatever. But it was interesting to hear her say that because I think she's saying what a lot of people are saying. And I vehemently disagreed with her because I feel like Marshawn Lynch actually does know exactly what he's doing. Oh, for sure. I I, I thoroughly believe that. He's very smart for what people give him. Not only is he very smart, but I mean, he's very socially inclined. Yes, for sure. He's very understanding of what's going on in the society. He's very one and one with his community. I mean, if you think about it, for one, we know who he is as right. a player. Marshawn Lynch is literally okay with his situation because he is back in the area where he can make the most difference. That is exactly what is holding him back from mm-hmm. complaining about him not getting any touches, to him not getting any yards, to him not getting any wins. He, any he, he had a good game against the Patriots, though. He did. I low-key low think did. that's what the NFL don't really like Marshawn Lynch like that because Marshawn Lynch put his... He puts his face out there. Marshawn going Marshawn. Yeah. Period. Marsh- he puts his face out there. You know, in the NFL, it's all about the shield first, the shield first, the shield first. Marshawn, like, for what? Marsh- what has the, the shield done for me? Marshawn Lynch has loyally done a block yeah. party in Oakland since he was a rookie in Buffalo. He rides through the neighborhood on, on his like bike and like just like hangs shot, out. Just hangs out in the neighborhood still. He goes to the high school games. Yeah. He goes to the high school championship game. He what? still donates money. Bro, he does when he was all suspended. these things. Yeah, when he was suspended, he went he, and played. He went with to the, practice. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know right again, bro. The 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 whole full effort, the whole full emphasis that I I try to get to I that I try to wrap my head around is that it's not just people are saying, oh, well, Marshawn is misunderstood. No, Marshawn is not misunderstood. Black culture, minority culture to this day is still misunderstood. Mm. Just because he wears gold, just because he has dreads, just because he lives his life as he wants to does not mean he's uneducated. Mm-hmm. Does not mean he doesn't know what's going on. He did go to college. He did. He got accepted to Cal, regardless to Cal. of what, what regardless of what you think. That is a school that still has a really high standard mm-hmm. and they're gonna put their they're still gonna put their students through something of rigor at the end For of the sure. day. Now, my whole the reason why I even got into that whole thing is because Speaking about it with my girlfriend, she was able to really understand it and see my point of view and run with what I was saying. I expect that from her. Mm -hmm. She is also black. So we can look past the golds and the dreads and understand what's going on. It's that misunderstood nature of whatever it is that's going on. Like You got to realize, first and foremost, this man is from Oakland. Oakland is the Harlem of the West Coast. Yeah, for sure. Where they still get hyphy. Oakland, a lot of people like to say L.A. and Compton and all that. Cool. But just remember, for one second, that the Black Panther movement originated from Oakland. From Oakland. And so you telling me this other wearing those black leather outfits back there in Oakland? Yeah, hot, bro. Huey P. Newton. Shout out to my dog Huey P. Shout out to the frat. Hey. Five minutes in fraternity incorporated. Hey. Bye. Bye. So what happens is that that element is still going to be there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Malcolm X said his roots in Harlem. 
Harlem Renaissance was there. Some things are still going to stick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Marshawn Lynch has a real good understanding of where he's from, who he, who he is, and what he's doing it for. I really don't think he stood up during the Mexican national anthem just to troll. No, I thought I mean, that's, a, that's a respecting. When you go <coughs> to someone else's house, if they ask you to take your shoes off, you take your shoes off. If you, it's it's a respecting, and he's you stand for anything. Like, All right, I'm gonna stand for anything. They don't. They just don't. They want to find a reason to just yeah. get on my shine. So you know, I my, just think, I just think that the the state of how sports is seeing certain people is just completely and utterly incorrect. I'm I'm about to kill. I'm about to kill the segue here. Nose. I'm about to kill this segue here. I'm ready for you. So, speaking about this, Colin Kaepernick, we didn't mention last week, Uh uh, GQ named him Citizen of the Year, which I think is awesome. I mean, I think he deserves it. You know, everything he's... Colin is a noob? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Carry on. He's our sands. He's Spring 09. Carry on. He is Spring 09. He's Spring 09. So... He is Spring 09. He's dirt? What? I'm cool with it. What? What? Anyways. You said something about dirt. Sands. He's our oh. Sands. <laughs> Carry on, sir. He is so trash. Hey, so I want to talk about a situation that happened um, this past Sunday. I was at my usual sports bar that I go to watching the games with a couple of my frat brothers. And our waitress, who is a white girl, super white, by the way, like Taylor Swift. Super like, duper. We must, before you continue, point out yeah. to those who do not know by do, now. Do not give her a shout out. Buddha is white. I am white. She's I'm cool. very oh, white. Like, very white. Fun I'm fact. White. He's white. Yeah. So, we're watching <coughs> We're watching the games and stuff like that, and uh, there was a commercial that had Kaepernick on it, and she said... She was at our table and like we're cool with her. We have her every week, so she kind of is comfortable with us and talks. But she's like, "So how do you guys feel about you know Colin Kaepernick being named Citizen of the Year?" And all of us at the table were like, "It's awesome, as he should." And you know, my father Dylan was like, "Yeah, he should also get the key to the city." Shout whatever, out to Dylan, though. Yeah, whatever you know, awards they got, he deserves it. And she started laughing. She's like, "Are, are you guys serious?" And we're like, "Yeah." She says, oh, I can't stand that guy. She doesn't even know why she so, can't stand him. Oh, exactly. So we calmly said, why? He's ignorant. How is he ignorant? Mm. I love this what, already. I said, what has he ever done that's ignorant to you? And she was like, I'm just going to walk away from the conversation. She walked away. And honestly, I feel like that's how a lot of white people feel. They don't know why they don't like this guy. They just know they're not supposed to like this exactly. guy. They don't go and, away from the masses, and, bro. and here's the craziest thing is it goes back to what Nels was saying about this this understanding thing and how, you know, you and your girl talk and it's easier for you guys to understand where you're coming from, you know. But I feel like a lot of white people choose not to try to understand. And... It's just amazing how you just settle on, oh, he's ignorant. Why? Because he takes a knee in silence? Mm-hmm. That's ignorant. Because he asks vets what, how he should protest respectfully. Right. He's ignorant. Because he donates millions of dollars. Mind you, he doesn't have a job His right own now. Dollars. He donates millions of dollars to these charities. He buys suits for homeless people and for vets who just got back from the war so they can apply for jobs. 
He's risking never getting another job again in the NFL to sue the NFL mm-hmm. for the things that are going on. And still, still, but he's ignorant. Still sits down and has a conversation with the same people who won't hire him. And on top of that, with this media circus that's been going on this entire season about everything, he has remained silent. And you haven't heard a word from him. But he's ignorant. Bro, you, you know the crazy thing about it, dog? Is because I had a conversation with uh, my, one of my, uh, my co-worker. Her dad is a uh, retired police officer. So she doesn't like Colin Kaepernick because he says he's disrespecting the flag, whatever like that. So I, I I knew this, and I asked her, "How do you feel about Colin Kaepernick winning the GQ Man of the Year?" She's like, she didn't like it, and I was like, "Yeah, I heard some people some rumbling about JJ Watt," and she was like, "Yeah, JJ Watt should win." I said, "Why?" I said, "Because he he helped raise thirty seven million dollars. He should be win GQ Man of the Year. He helped raise. It didn't say he he put in his own money." Colin Kaepernick did all this and put in his own money. Why not working for the NFL? And you don't think he's supposed to get GQ Man of the Year? While being the villain of the United States. For no reason like that. Because he asked. He asked vets. How should he go about it? Respectfully. Respectfully. And they said this. But I even talked to my girlfriend. um, This B, by the way. My girlfriend is white. And I had this conversation. And she completely understands what he's doing. uh, um, There's a point that she wanted to make. The point was that, is there any other way that he could have done this and not got so much backlash? No. no. But that was her That was her conversation <laughs> with me. And, and I told her, there, there isn't. You can't wait for it not to be in season for you to bring this up because it's not important. And, and you know why? And it can't even wait for after game press conferences mm-hmm. because you know what? Nobody sees those. Yeah. No one stand after. It's not seen. It doesn't make headlines. Yep. It's not shown anywhere. Except for maybe the internet, if you happen to look at all of your teams and, th- and think about it, think about stuff. it. Press conferences always clipped up, so you probably yeah. going to see a minute see a of, of it. ten seconds of sentence here, sentence here, question here, sentence here. That's it. And said, you know what? I'm not going to say a word. I'm going to take a knee, and when they ask me later, I'll let them know. So the one thing <coughs> that I get from your story <coughs> is something that I've been saying for quite some time. And I will always continue to say it. And and people don't realize, you know, what exactly is meant by the word privilege or mm-hmm. white privilege or mm-hmm. even black privilege or Hispanic privilege. People say, oh, there's no such thing as privilege for anything outside of white. No, there is. Yeah. However, white privilege is the most prevalent and, and yeah. it's for a couple of reasons. See, the reason why your waitress doesn't know or tries to know anything when it comes to Colin Kaepernick is because she doesn't have to. Yeah. For what? It's true. His issues are not her issues. She will never get stopped by a cop and have to worry about any issues. And to be said, to be told you you look suspicious what are you doing in this Ever. neighborhood? Ever. She won't get that. She don't have she doesn't have to worry about it. She can be happy go lucky as can be because she is on the right side of the law. Now you have a population of people in this country who feel like whatever it is, is theirs. They're endowed and totally able and allowed to say it as they want to say it, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes they got to understand there's just some things you won't understand. However, there is quite the possibility that it's ours. It's for us to understand. And we just might be making moves the same way you are. Right, and what I mean by that is, I'll take something as simple as the N word. 
a lot of people under, don't don't quite understand how the whole n-word thing goes right and and i saw a video on this and and I'm, i'll tie it right back into what we're talking about with, with um kaepernick n-word is a word that was made and i'll just use it doesn't really matter nigga's a word that was made from a very dark past we know this and black people have come and turned it around and made it their word and whatever and now we are in charge of this word certain white people and certain people outside of the black race feel a specific way because why is this certain person allowed to say it but i'm not allowed to say it well you just wouldn't understand right like i'll even go personal and even go as me to you i personally didn't feel comfortable with you saying it until you got into some issues and your issues span from you literally just being around a group of black guys and it finally hit you and you understood look like this is this is what it's like yes that's what exactly what it's like as soon as you get looked at you're trouble doesn't matter if you got into some trouble accidentally or you didn't know no 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 you, you knew exactly what you're getting into because that's what you are that's what your race of people is period so us being able to have that word gives in, in in my mindset anyway it gives them an understanding of how we've felt forever you can't say that and if you do there will be a problem because as far as everything else i'm not allowed to do it how you do it period so don't say it there's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You don't understand it. You haven't been through it. You don't know what it means, and you don't understand why we're trying to flip it. We took something negative, and we threw it in your face, and we made it cool, period. So how that's tying into the Colin Kaepernick, they don't want to understand. And Colin Kaepernick is trying to show other generations, it's okay to do this. You will be just fine. If you're doing it for that just cause, maybe then they'll finally understand. Maybe other people will finally see and understand what the heck is really going on. Because you're white and she's white and it hits you. This is what we're trying to go against. This is what we're trying to fight. That ignorance. This man never said it just for the black population in general. He just said that this affects a specific crowd more than the other one. But police brutality and whatever else that he mentioned as far as social injustices is wrong all the way around. But he's ignorant. He's ignorant. But I guarantee you, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers gets up and says something about social injustice and police brutality, he's a freaking hero. And this yeah. day, yeah, it goes yeah, up in the if he sits down and he and and they all kneel or whatever, they're they're gods. You understand? So it's it's that you know it's it's, it's that whole fallback, and it's just crazy how sports ties into all of that. It's just crazy, and I appreciate. I wish that he could have found a better way to do it, just for his sake, because I I I like the fact that he was doing good at one point. However, if he's okay with what he's doing 
and he's making this progress, I support him 100% of the way. For real. 100% of the way. All right. Anything else before we get into the picks? Sorry, I got, <laughs> got a little heavy, but you know, it's good. Those are things that need to be said. Yeah, I was snapping on them jits. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into the picks then. Um, so, last week, I finally made my move. Oh, you snapped? I mean, I, I went up one spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, yeah, last week I went nine and five, while Nels and B both went eight and six. So I moved one step closer. Nels are now only back by five games. Lit. I'm coming for you. You are, bro. All I'm right. Out. So in first place, we got Nels at 93 and 52. Lit. I'm in second at 88 and 57. Litter. And B is at 87 and 58. Litter. So one game back from me. All right. So this week, it is Thanksgiving. Uh, so we have three games on Thursday for Thanksgiving. Up first, we have the 8-2 Vikings at the 6-4 Lions. Vikings. Yeah, Vikings put on a show against the Rams. Vikings, I like Thielen. Yeah. They're a good combo. Thielen and um, Diggs, they're, <coughs> they're a good one-two punch. And shout out to, um, what's, the, uh, what's the name of their quarterback? Vikings. Dude from uh, Houston. Oh, um, Keenum? He's been balling. Case Keenum? Yeah, he has. He's been quietly, but he's been balling. Yeah, he has the best QBR in the league. <coughs> really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, we have the 4-6 and six Chargers at the 5-5 five and five Cowboys. Cowboys. I'm going Chargers. I feel like they're surging right now. Pause. Cowboys. All right. And then Thursday night we have the two and eight Giants at the four and six Redskins. I think the Redskins are better than their record says. Uh, personally, I'm rolling with the Redskins. Hmm. Redskins. B. You said Redskins versus who? Giants. Jackrabbit. Oh. Okay. We got the four and six Bucks at the six and four Falcons. 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 The O and ten Browns at the four and six Bengals. Now B has refused to pick Andy Dalton. So are you gonna go with the Browns on this game? The Browns get their first one. Oh my god, are you serious? <laughs> You're kidding. Wow. Hey, hey, fun fact. Oh Josh God. Gordon returns to practice tomorrow. I'm done with you. That doesn't mean he's playing this week. Hey, that's, that lets me know Browns are going to pull this one off. Thanksgiving has oh come for everybody. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm going with the Bengals. Nels, what say you? Bro, I, I kind of want to go with the Browns. Yeah, you're trash, too. Go ahead. <laughs> wait, wait. Go ahead no, so wait. I can catch up to you. That I'm thinking you said it's at Cincinnati? It's at Cincinnati. Oh, Bengals. Okay. 
All right, we have the six and four Titans at the three and seven Colts. Um, the Titans. The Titans haven't impressed me, but I think Jacoby Brissett's questionable. Titans for this game. Yeah, I'm going Titans. B. Titans versus Colts. Yeah. Why you ask me this? Titans. All right, we have the five and five Bills at the six and four Chiefs. I wish we knew who was starting. That's what I want to know. I, <laughs> I mean, wish we knew who like, was yeah, starting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if it's Peterman, I'm going with the opposite. I'm, yeah, I'm, oh, gosh. I'm picking the let's opposition. Do this. Let's do this. Let's let's make a, let's, let's come to a compromise. Are we agreeing to a conditional pick? Yes. If Tyrod Taylor is playing, if he's starting, I go Bills. Me too. Mm-hmm. If he's okay. starting, I go Bills. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if he's not, are we all going Chiefs? We I'm all go Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, that's fair. I should get two points. No. All right, but so the conditions only work for you. They work for all of us. What are you talking no, about? No. All right. Up next, I'm we have man. the four and six Dolphins at the eight and two Patriots. I'm bad, man. I like the Dolphins to lose. I was about to say Patriots. I really like. I got a real deal question though. No. How could you? <laughs> how do people really? No, never mind. Because that's like I could ask the same thing to the Browns fans. Like, how are you a real Miami Dolphins fan? They're Why? trash. They're trash. There's Why would no you do that to, to yourself? There's no reason to be. Like you wear turquoise and orange, and you go to these games and get drunk, tailgating, fight each other, knowing your team gonna lose. Don't even fight the other team. You just fight each other. They fight each other? Yeah. At the, when we were at the Raider game, bro, it was all fights between Dolphin fans. I didn't see one Raider fan versus Dolphin fan. He had on full Raider gear. Yeah. That's lit. They were just hitting each other. We were laughing. Um, all right, so That's we all go to... So I'm guessing we're all going to Patriots, yes? Yes, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. Up next, we got the seven and three Panthers at the four and six Jets. Uh, Panthers. Panthers. Jets. Seriously? Jet life. Oh shoot. Okay, he's going Jets. That's actually probably not a bad pick. I mean, I could go either way. All right. Up next, we got a trap game. Nels. Trap game. Trap game alert. Uh, the three and seven Bears at the nine and one Eagles. Yeah, that is that is a trap game. Because the Bears have one of those defenses where if you go in there thinking you're just going to sleepwalk your way through it. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm not going to go against Carson Wentz. I'm just saying it's a trap game. I'm going to Eagles. Good call. Eagles. That's a great call, actually. Yeah. All right, we got the 6-4 and four Seahawks at the 1-9 49ers. The Seahawks, man, that Seahawks-Falcons game was crazy. I was watching that today. That and game. Russell Wilson is... Russell Wilson. That man's wow. a baller, man. <laughs> what more could you say about him? Seahawks play against who? Wow. The 49ers. I'm going Seahawks. 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 B? Seahawks. Okay. We got the 3-7 and seven Broncos, who are starting Paxton Lynch this week. Wow. So they're on their third quarterback now against the 4-6 and six Raiders at Oakland. Who's supposed to, who is supposed to have been their guy, have been their guy, but... Raiders. Yeah, can't yeah. go with Paxton Lynch. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Raiders. Raiders. All right, we got the eight and two Saints at the seven and three Rams. Ooh. Rams. This could be a good game. Rams are at home, but I'm. Oh man, the Saints just the way they came back against Washington. I gotta go with the Saints. Saints. All right, B's going Rams. 
All right, we got the seven and three Jaguars at the four and six Cardinals. Jags. Jags. Number one defense in the land. We got the five and five Packers at the eight and two Steelers on Sunday Night Football. Who and who? I like the Steelers on primetime. Packers at Steelers. I really don't like Ben Roethlisberger. He always shows up in primetime. He's getting on my nerves now. Can't wait till he retires. Right. Steelers. After this year, don't worry. Yeah, Steelers. All right, and then Monday Night Football is going to be a dud. It's the 4-6 and six Texans at the 5-5 five and five Ravens. I don't think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be low scoring. <clears throat> Ravens. Ravens. Ravens versus who? Texans. Texans. Savage? Yeah. Mm. Not a Flacco guy. <laughs> in the, and for the NFL, I take risks. All right. So those are the picks for the NFL now. Um, we're already kind of out of time. Then we have a couple minutes. If you guys have any, I do. I do. Oh, shout out to the Celtics, sixteen straight wins. They listen. I was about to get to them, but first I got to talk about <laughs> FAU. Woo! Okay. Listen, we 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 controlled our own destiny, and um, you know it's a beautiful thing that not only are we going bowling, but we are going to the championship game for the Conference USA, which will be held. In beautiful Boca Raton, Florida. Bristol no Bristol. better place to play football than paradise. And, you know, if we win this, we're definitely going to be the Conference USA champion. <laughs> we could play in a slew of bowl games. We could play in okay. St. Petersburg. We could play in Shreveport. We could play in Bahamas. We could play in uh, Texas. It's just, it's just all over the place. Song's over. And, and you know, I just want to just say how, as a proud alum, I am proud, super proud, of the Fighting Owls of FAU. Boom. With that being said, Boom cat. FAU. Whoa. And then let's do a quick boots and cats and 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 boots and cats. How many boots and cats was that? 16 for the Celtics. Of Boston, one win away from matching how many championships they've got, <laughs> which is 17, if you didn't know. We're going to segue right from the championship to that green, that, oh, I said green, that uh, yellow jacket, gold jacket? The gold Yikes. jacket. The gold jacket. <laughs> the gold, yeah, the gold jacket trophy of the NFL. Yeah, the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Uh, um, I want to, you know, go ahead and see who you guys would... Want to see it be uh, enshrined, you know, in the Hall of Fame this year. I'm going to read off some names for you guys. And you guys tell me who you like. Uh, Rondé Barber. Yes. Steve Hutchinson. Uh, Ray Lewis. Yes. Brian. No, Ur- never mind. No, he's a murderer. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Brian Erlacher. Yes. The great Randy Moss. Yes. Richard Seymour. Yes. Leroy Butler. Leslie O'Neill, Simeon Rice. Yes. Emerson Walls. That is a crazy name. That is a <laughs> You know very, who Emerson Walls is? That is a crazy name. Emerson Walls, shout out to Willie Emerson. Emerson Walls is the cornerback that got the ball caught over him by uh, Dwight Clark. Yikes. In the 1981 NFC Championship game. Mm. 49ers versus the Cowboys. Steve Atwater. Um, nice. Tony Baselli. Nice. Isaac Bruce. Bruce. Roger Craig. 
Nice. Brian Dawkins. Yes, that's yes. Yes and yes. Alan Finica. <laughs> Tory Holt. Yes, Tory Big Game Holt. Edrin from the U James. James. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. Coach Jimmy Johnson. Yes. John Lynch. Oh yeah. Carl Mackenberg. I don't know how they're gonna linebacker from eighty three to ninety four. Uh, who else? Ah, Terrell Owens. I'm gonna say no just because I want another year of him crying and complaining about it. And rounding up the back, the one, the only, I believe he's a Sigma, Heinz Ward. Hey, yes, shout out to Fred. Yes, absolutely. Put him first ballot. So who you guys like in all of that? What's the number again, Nels? What for the final? Usually they do six to eight. Let's go with eight. Let's pick eight. I'm going to pick Brian Dawkins. Mm -hmm. Brian Erlacher. Mm -hmm. Heinz Ward. Mm -hmm. Heinz Ward should definitely be in. Randy Moss. I like that. Put Randale in there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson. Ooh, you're nice. Um, uh, 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 trying to think of a couple of the other. Rondé Barber. You think Rondé is a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think so. I think a lot of that whole Bucks defense was John Lynch. You should have won John Lynch before Rondé Barber did. Well, John Lynch is my seventh. And then <laughs> um, my eighth. We'll go on and put the murderer in there, Ray Lewis. Oh, you snapped. Ray Lewis definitely got his brownie points up with all that crap he was doing. Ew, no, nah, he did that whole that whole <laughs> ish with the him on both knees and stuff. Never mind, take him out of there. He don't deserve that no more. Let's put T.O. in there instead. Let's oh, okay. Boots and cats. Boots and cats. My eight. <clears throat> Ron the probably the first ballot. Whoa. Yes. Baller. Edrin James. Four time fourth ballot. Jimmy Johnson. Fifth. Randy Moss. First. Ryan Dawkins. Mm-hmm. Steve Atwater got to get in now. Yeah, he's seven, man. Steve Atwater. Hey, you know what I do with him? Punish him. Oh, y'all were looking chance, at the actual list. I was trying to just remember the names you said. If trash. you ever get a chance to Google or YouTube Steve Atwater, you ain't going to find no... Free safety in the NFL who was 6'3", 170 pounds, hitting the way he was hitting. And he was hitting when the NFL was big, bulky, like uh, Transformers, big, bulky guys. You look like a Steve Atwater. <laughs> Carl Mecklenburg. You going by times on, on the seven five? Nope. Sounds like it. Did I say Tory Holt? You did not say Tory Holt. I Damn, won't. I missed him too. Oh, man, I was trying to remember <laughs> these names. Um, I said Mecklenburg. Mm. Tio's the third. He doesn't. Nah, Tio doesn't make it. He's, he's sitting for me. He ain't gonna make it. Yeah. Tony Baselli. You think Tony in there? Mm-hmm. And Jimmy Johnson. I like Randy Moss. I think Randy Moss is uh, <laughs> one that we both we all said unanimous first team. He pretty much reinvented the game as the receiver, mm-hmm. as just. Stretch, speed, height, throw the ball deep, and I'm the I'm the baddest deep threat there ever was in the NFL. 
I think that's what Randy Moss did. So Randy Moss, I can't not say. And also, he's you know saying my favorite receiver of all time. Um. Uh, let's see, Jimmy Johnson. Just because Jimmy Johnson is his success as a coach, that dude does. He he knows his stuff. I said Jimmy Johnson. Oh, it's Hutch, you're a first time. No way. Heinz Ward. Let's get Roger Craig in there, bro. That's like your ninth name, isn't it? No, I'm on one four. Whoa. Go ahead. Uh, who else should I get in there? Steve Atwater. Ten names? How? Oh, I'm on my fifth day. <laughs> He's, he's trying the game here. <laughs> Steve Atwater. Um, he's a twin with the same name? That's definitely your sixth guy. <laughs> Let me go Ray Lewis for another first ballot guy. So my two first ballot guys are Ray Lewis. So Ray Lewis, Jimmy, Randy, Steve Atwater, Roger Craig. Uh, Heinz Ward. Brian Dawkins. Is is he a first ballot? I don't think so. I don't know. But he deserves it. Yeah, he definitely deserves it. Brian Dawkins. And rounding up the back, I'll go Edwin James, man. Get all the canes on the canes for life, man. (laughs) All right. Good stuff. Well, I think that's about it. What are you guys doing for this uh, long weekend that we got ahead of us? Getting fat, bro. Yep, my favorite holiday, so I'm going home. Mine's Halloween. I'm going home as well. Hey, I was thinking about, uh, hey, Dylan, if you're listening, you got to go ahead and start setting up for your uh, for a New Year's Eve party, bro. Trust me. New Year's Eve house party. Let's get the cops called on us. Let's bring it in big, bro. Let's do a podcast. At the party. On, at the party. Oh, I'm lit. down for that. Lit. Cool. It'll be like a mini episode. Nice. That'd be very dope to do. And we won't talk about sports. We'll just talk about random stuff. We're gonna be talking about what we see at the party. Word. But we're gonna talk about it as if they were teens. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So no, see, we'll, that's we'll, funny. We'll get into that breakdown soon. That'll be the boots and cats episode. Lit. You guys be on the be on the lookout for the boots and cats episode. All right, y'all. So, all right, man. Um, as one. always, subscribing stars. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for on the Apple Podcast Diverse. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Thanksgiving to all. Everybody you, be safe. You can always email us at balls sports podcast. Save me a plate at gmail.com. And then send it, send it to my email. You can always hit us up on Twitter at balls underscore podcast. And you can also find us on the gram at balls underscore sports underscore podcast it is another one in the books what number is this i don't know these nuts it's got to be like 11 or 12 i think it's 11 it's 11 yeah man we'll holler at y'all later happy thanksgiving happy thanksgiving little scallywag oh it's a putty that's not a turkey what i thought it was a turkey but it was like a gobble 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 but it sounds Alright, It's like it sounded like you were trying to say Abu Dhabi. Alright, talk to y'all later. Bye! Abu Dhabi. Yeah.